0: Listening to the Knicks Recap, your source for all New York Knicks related content. What's going on, everybody? Welcome to another episode of the Knicks Recap, your source for all New York Knicks related content. I'm your host Troy, and don't forget to hit that notification bell so you stay updated with all of our latest episodes. I'm very happy to bring to you today a special collaboration episode that I did with Victor of Knicks Fans Brazil. We talk about the Knicks preseason, expectations for this current upcoming season with the Knicks, Randall, IQ, Obi Toppin, yes, Cam Reddish, and so much more. It's a great interview. You're not going to want to miss it. And it's coming up right now. Enjoy.
1: What's up, Knicks fans? all right i am victor hatchba from nick fans brazil channel today special guest new special guest in nick fans brazil uh i bring uh, in this channel try for the nicks recap in this channel welcome welcome to the nick fans brazil
0: what's going on guys what's going on Nick's fans brazil and what's going on victor how you doing man
1: Ah, I'm fine and happy to uh, bring you in this channel, bro. First of all, first of all, you know, your first time, first date in Nick Fans Brazil, okay? Uh, do you can uh, introduce yourself for Brazilians?
0: Absolutely. So everybody who's listening, I appreciate you for checking me out. My name is Troy. Um, I am a Nick's content creator. So I currently run the Knicks Recap Podcast. I am the CEO, the content creator, and the uh, producer of that show. I also do uh, content creation for a group called the Knicks Spaces, which is a Twitter community that uh, brings Knicks content creators together. We do Twitter spaces, and we help bring Knicks uh, people together. And obviously, we hope to get Victor on that uh, someday soon but that's uh, one of our goals as well. I started as a Knicks fan from way, way back since 1990s, basically. Uh, I was inspired to be a Knicks fan, and people are not going to believe this, by the shoes. I love, <laughs> I love sneakers. And at the time, when I was growing up, the, the Ewings were popular, especially growing up in New York. And the Knicks were, at that time, a very good team. They were a always, year after year, playoff team you could root for that team get behind that team I fell in love with that I fell in love with the New York passion the fact that no matter what they did good bad or indifferent you stuck behind your team you were part of that community and when they won you felt it and when they lost you felt it yes I've never felt a sport like that I've watched I love football too and I've never watched a sport that made me feel that way. So from that moment, Knicks fan, and then I started suffering with everybody else. And uh, you know, you build up you, you you build up so much knowledge in here from watching it over and over and over again that you just want to start talking about it. And that's exactly what started to happen. I just started talking about it sometimes over Twitter, on Facebook, on Instagram. And then it happened so that I fell into a gig and some people told me that I had a great voice for it and I had a good knack for it. And then one thing led to another and then my podcast erupted. And then from the start, and I'm very humble to say this, I don't take this for granted, but I'm very humble when I say that when I started, I was helped out a lot. And by luck of the draw, a lot of these times, because everybody's busy interview after interview after interview, just kept coming you know, my way just because, you know, I knew the right person or I had the right connection or I spoke the right words. So a lot of things fell to me and I love that because it shows just the trust that the Knicks community had in me. And I always try to give that back. I, that's why I do interviews like this too with you, Victor, to, to just give that love and passion that I feel from the fans back. Um, and one thing that people don't know about me as well too, I just throw this in there as well, Victor, I do a lot of design uh, content creation So I do design uh, jersey recolors, I do uh, graphic designs. If you check out my channel right now, I just dropped the Knicks starting five and the uh, bench five uh, on my channel on Twitter. So if you go at at the Knicks recap on Twitter, you can see that image right now. I digitally designed each one of those images and put it all together for you guys. So it's a good image, definitely check it out. But yeah, that's a little bit about me and uh, my story, Victor.
1: Ah great. I like your design. Uh I I have a yeah, advertising company in Brazil. I I work with this. Uh, oh. wow, some,
0: look like, at long, you.
1: Long time ago. <laughs> long time ago, bro. Uh yeah. and uh I saw your design. I think it's so great, bro. I think so great. And uh I like, né, uh, know more about you. Uh Nix, né? you know uh i talked with you in back in backstage uh nick save me bro and uh i really love i really love uh this team and uh in the community community nick's fan base uh i think great bro i think great uh i i feel close uh from uh united states uh, from new york With you and then other channels, pages, groups, and uh, people. Yeah, it's uh, really great. uh, um, This passion, this stronger passion uh, from uh, Knicks fans. Yeah, it's uh, amazing. It's crazy. It's crazy. You remember in the last season, uh, two games with Boston, uh, like Title, like Title. uh, Oh, man. the last ball the last shot uh from RJ Barrett like title bro like title people crazy imagine nicks champion oh my gosh <laughs> internet stop internet Oof. stop in the in this moment bro because i think twitter uh, would break
0: twitter would mm-hmm. break in half twitter break. would probably take like a whole year off if the Knicks won yes it would be it would be
1: over for that <laughs> app <laughs> yes i agree totally agree yeah. Uh, so uh, uh, I won't uh, uh, talk with you in this channel about New York Knicks, of course. Okay, <laughs> <laughs> and I want your opinion uh, about next season. Uh, the first question. First question. Um, what's your opinion? What's your expectations with these two? New players in New York Knicks. Uh, Jalen Brunson and Isaiah Hartenstein. What what do you think about this guy? The, uh, what's your expectations? What do you think? You know, I think a lot of people
0: talk about Brunson, so I'll leave Brunson to the side for a little bit because I have something to talk about with him. But I really want to make this a little bit about I-Heart. Isaiah Hartenstein, man. I love that signing. I thought it was, and I'm going to say this, I thought it was the best... Underrated signing of the offseason because nobody's talking about it. And Mm -hmm. he's one of he's he beat Mitchell Robinson in terms of just the time they're on the floor as a clipper last year, protecting the rim. Mm -hmm. And Mitchell Robinson is one of the best offensive rebounders in the league. And he's on our team. So you're talking about Mitchell Robinson is, is your first starting center. And then you have Isaiah Hartenstein backing you up, a stretch five who can shoot the three his passing ability is insane he's a such a smart passer for what he does as a center remember guys he's a center and Mm -hmm. he has a passing touch so he can pass he can shoot it he knows how to play underneath the rim he can get rebounds if you can do that and you can rim protect and he's your backup Isaiah Hartenstein for me was a steal and he's already showed it in a couple of preseason games already. His passing ability. Uh, I think they ran the offense through him uh, last game against the Pacers in the in the third quarter when the offense went stagnant in that game. Um, and the, the the first game he started playing, he was hitting threes from outside the arc. He made the defense approach. And what happened? Mm-hmm. An entire lane opened up in the paint. Jalen Brunson took advantage. RJ Barrett took advantage. That's why a stretch five is so important. That's why it's so important in today's NBA. So Isaiah Hartenstein sign is a completely, completely underrated signing, but such a mm-hmm. steal. Great signing from, uh, for the Knicks. Jalen Brunson is Jalen Brunson. Let's get that right. The, Knicks, the New York Knicks have a point guard, Victor, okay? And his name is Jalen Brunson. He yes. is definitively the New York Knicks point guard. And that's it. JB had one bad game out of three preseason games. Other than that, he was smooth. Absolutely, yes. Victor. This man walks into the paint and does whatever <laughs> he wants. When's the last time a Knicks point guard walked into the paint and did whatever he wanted to do? With Steph Marbury. That—that's how long we have to go back, Victor. It's—it's. It's, this is what we're talking about. So, for me, the Knicks. Those two. Those two signings. Both a pluses because Jalen Brunson's already showing why he is a point guard in this league to start, and Isaiah Hartenstein for me again for all the things he does, it's incredible that he is a backup to Mitchell Robinson.
1: No, I, I think the same. I see um, Isaiah Hartenstein begin. I I don't know so much about this guy. In begin, I don't like it, bro. I I I don't lie for you because i don't know so 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 much i don't i i don't know nothing about this player right. uh later i change my opinion because yeah. so, uh, so many people so many people uh majority from my guests uh um say uh very good things about this guy uh, yeah. you, you comment, nah, good passer uh, this guy can shoot um, I like so much because uh, this guy can be open the floor, open space nah, from drives for Jay or RJ Barrett Julius Randle yeah. so, uh, so many skills, so many different skills compared with uh, Mitchell Robinson mm-hmm. and, uh, and Jericho Sims. I I I think great from this team uh, has a a center with the skills uh, eight 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 millions uh, Nerland Snowell, the same but as I Hartenstein uh, it's very very better uh, from this team in my opinion. Well, he and, plays um, Victor.
0: He plays uh, Nerland Snowell, yes. I couldn't find him last season. I don't know about you, but I looked around. I looked over here, I looked over here, I looked even on the bench sometimes. I couldn't find yes. the victor, so I didn't even know he yes. was a Nick last season, actually, to be honest. So
1: yes, Noel, uh for me, it's very good in blocks, very good in blocks. But uh Isaiah Hartenstein, it's uh more more skills now, more uh more interest uh, from the Knicks compared to Narlains Noel. The price is the same. And uh, Jalen Brunson, you comment. Knicks don't have a solid PG a long time ago. And uh, I I, I don't lie for you, okay? Uh, Jalen Brunson, for me, it's not a franchise player. It's not a PG from my dreams, okay? But needs needs so much uh, solid PG... And uh Jalen Brunson can be this uh solid PG. I like Jalen Brunson, I like it. It's a good player, I like yeah. your energy, I like your energy. Uh I I I think I I have the same the same high, the same uh like Jalen yeah. Brunson. Yes, yep. and, and Jalen Brunson... uh fight your opponents uh like a giant uh in the, in the miles car. turner
0: yeah miles turner, yes. he, pushed, he pushed miles turner over like he was a little piece of meat you know what i'm talking yes. about victor when you're a little piece of chicken flapping like this right yes. push you to the side like that that's what jalen brunson did to miles turner that game <laughs> i loved watching i'm just saying i loved watching that victor i love
1: it man <laughs> and i uh, i want your opinion um do you think uh, Jalen Brunson can help uh, Julius Randall in the next season? Because I am uh, disappointed with J- uh, Julius Randall in yeah. the last season. For me, it's a big problem. It's here in the last season, okay? But I want your opinion. Uh, do you believe Jalen Brunson can help Julius Randall uh, play better uh, in the next season? Well, Victor Randall probably
0: can't play worse than he did last year. I mean, he fell. When I'm talking about fell from grace, he fell all the way down from grace in every category. You could say he made a a gigantic downfall. So it wasn't good. And everybody's gonna point to his stats a lot. You know that he was twenty something and. 10 and eight and whatever the case may be sure you're going to do that when you're point julius and you touch the ball all the time guess what you're going to pass the ball a lot and you're going to get those assists a lot of those things are empty to me a lot of his rebounds last season were were empty to me so you can't go worse than that so do i think <laughs> that jalen brunson is gonna make him better absolutely and we actually have seen it in preseason victor if you've looked uh we haven't seen Point Randall not well, not often. He he did walk the ball up about four or five times. I don't know why I count. I just have to count it. Uh, yesterday's game against the Pacers, right? I saw it. We all did. But for the most part, he's trusted Jalen Brunson and he's let Jalen Brunson be Jalen Brunson. And you can see that with the shot attempts too. I mean, Randall hasn't been shooting twenty shots. I mean, I think the most shots he's he's gotten up is maybe twelve. Now it's preseason. I know it doesn't really matter yet, but. And if you're looking at minutes and you're looking at, you know, all that stuff, he's not playing as many minutes anymore. He's, he's not controlling the ball anymore. So he's not dictating pace. He doesn't, he has two turnovers in all the three
1: preseason games that they played. Two
0: turnovers. I saw,
1: I saw, I saw (laughs) the last season. (sighs) Turnovers, Show, uh, rain, rain turnovers, oh rain. God. First, it was like it was like crazy. <laughs> it was never
0: ending. So the fact of the matter is, you can already tell that his game has changed because he's lost weight. So he knows his game this season has to be running and cutting because that's wh- why else are you going to cut the weight, right? So he's cut the yes. weight because he you know he has to play with Jalen Brunson. He knows he has a point guard that he trusts, so he doesn't have to control the ball, and he's not holding the ball for more than five seconds, Victor. Check him out when he's when he's controlling the ball now.
1: He's I not remember. holding the ball for five seconds. I remember I closed my eyes uh, when randall uh take the ball. Yep. and the, the last shot uh with randall, I close my eyes because randall wrong uh, and so many the last the last shots in these games, too. Yeah. It's complicated, but but uh, I just want Randall play better. Randall play better it's good uh, from the Knicks I love New York Knicks so uh, for me it's it's very cool with this um, now I want to talk with you about RJ Barrage okay RJ Barrage okay uh, first of all uh, you I mentioned first time in Nick Fans Brazil channel, okay. All the guests, uh, I make this question: Do you believe uh RJ Barrett uh, can be a future all-star? And I won't make two questions with RJ Barrett. This uh, the first, the second, uh, what's your opinion about the RJ Barrett extension? Uh so do you do you uh, do you believe RJ Barrett can be a future All Star? And what do you think about RJ Barrett's extension? So Victor, funny story. I actually wore my. I actually almost wore my
0: All Star hat. I have an All Star Knicks hat, and I'm waiting <laughs> to put that hat on uh. once RJ becomes an All Star. Because it's not an if. It's not an if he will. OK, he's improved every single year. OK, let's get that straight. And he's 22 years old, 22 years, 22 years old, improved every in every basically every category he could possibly improve in every single year, except maybe three pointers and free throws, which he looks like he's getting better at from these couple preseason games. Nonetheless, will he become an all star? Yeah, absolutely. I had no doubt in my mind, actually. Uh, extension was great. Um, 107 million guaranteed, 120 million if he meets in incentives. And his incentives are great incentives to have. All of uh, NBA first teams, all defensive teams, making an all-star team. These are things you want him to do anyways. So the fact that now he's incentivized to do it, yeah, absolutely. It was a steal. And you didn't have to pay him the rookie max of $185 million. So you saved money. You retained a franchise cornerstone player for way less than you were going to have to pay him if you kept if you didn't pay him at all and you let him go into unrestricted free agency. Now you, you lock them down for four years, and he has a massive chip on his shoulder, Victor. And for so many reasons, but there is a reason that nobody's talking about. In his own draft class, in his mm-hmm. own draft class, you got Ja Morant, you got Zion Williamson, and you got Darius Garland, right? Darius yes. Garland went after him. All mm-hmm. three of those players got Max deals. Every single one except RJ,
1: you don't think he has a chip on his shoulder? He's, Wait. I understand, I understand, I understand your point. I understand, bro. Uh, everybody in, in this channel, all the guests, uh, everybody knows I super, super believe in RJ Barrett. I have a fun core. From RJ Barrett, I have a uh, Randall Funko too, but uh, Randall uh, lied to me in the pandemic season. But uh, I hope Randall, you yeah. better in the next season. I have uh, so many Funko's here, and uh, RJ Barrett, I super believe in this guy. Oh, well, you got it for you. Oh. Yes, let's go let's go a big fan bro a big fan from rj See, he's making
0: me go i'm gonna get one
1: i have to get one of those i gotta get one i need ah, it i i will i will send to you when i come to united states oh i got Uh, you definitely (laughs) so i i super believe in this guy really uh well We'll see, né? We'll see in the future. We'll see in the future. Um, so um I won't uh, talk with you about another subject. Uh you know, in Nick Fans Base, uh, so many people uh talking about Quentin Grimes versus Evan Fournier. Okay, you know, yeah. you know. Yeah uh what's your opinion about the subject oh man um so <laughs> it's it's actually
0: very easy right just to st- just doing it based off of stats right just stats mm-hmm. grimes makes sense that's number one on the eye test just the eye test grimes makes sense so just on those two things alone it makes sense to start Grimes. Now let's just get into it. Grimes is a three and D specialist. That's what he was in college. That's what we drafted him for. That's what he is. Evan Fournier is a shooting specialist. He's a sniper. Been... <laughs> if you, he's not Steph Curry. <laughs> he's not Steph Curry sniper. But yeah, I mean, he's a, yeah, <laughs> he's a baby sniper, maybe. Uh, yes. But, you know, and you're know, sure you want to give him, he broke the three point record for the Knicks. He did, you know, I get it. Listen, it's a cool accolade to have. I don't like those accolades in losing seasons, to be honest. I get he broke it. But in a losing season, it, for me, it means nothing. But uh, I, I get it. He has it. He's a great three-point shooter. Here's the thing now. You got Brunson, you got RJ, you got Randall, and Mitch is going to get some burn. Somebody's going to get left out of that offense. Somebody's going to lose shots. And if, you ha- if we've looked at preseason, Evan Fournier is not getting that many shots anymore. And if you're taking away his strongest asset with his shooting because he's not going to get that many shots because you're going to give it to Randall, Brunson, RJ, and Mitch. Why not have Grimes in there who will give you the defense and he can shoot just as good as Fournier can? It's in the stats. He can shoot just as
1: good uh, as Fournier. Shoot like the same uh, you, you, uh, you saw like uh, alan houston the movement for uh, yeah. you you he's definitely does, not alan houston see? like
0: yet but he has the he has the motion he's working on the motion for the shot i'll give you that he's not he's oh. not houston with it yet though but maybe <laughs> yes, if he works yes. on it if he works on it maybe <laughs> am i am not trying to go, go there yet but... <laughs> Yeah, i got you what you too i want you too to. oh my goodness Oof. I pray he turns into Houston if he turns into Houston he's gonna be a problem oh my goodness
1: I hope and uh I, I I agree with you i I think I think Evan fournier from the bench uh more great uh for me because uh Evan fournier uh enter in games uh with uh three points one fire
0: right. Not- in, right,
1: uh, put fire in these games. Uh I think great. Uh but uh, I, I agree with you. Quentin Grimes, it's better in defense and can shoot. Uh he he don't need the ball like Jalen Brunson, Julius Randall, and RJ Barrett. Uh he can play without the ball in the in the in your ER games. I think great this. And um, I really, really, I really uh won't uh I don't believe in the begin from the season Quentin Grimes starter. But uh i game in the the I, I believe i star game uh Quentin Grimes can be starter. Okay. Uh Quentin Grimes will be uh, uh more minutes But starter i believe an all star game later because you know tips you know you know yeah. <laughs> in my channel in brazil people don't like so much tips okay I, Two I hashtags by the way
0: by the way victor that sentiment is shared in new york too
1: <laughs> really because <laughs> uh in my channel um two hashtags in the last season two uh one trade Randall. two yeah. fire chips. <laughs> two hashtags in this channel last last season bro because yeah. uh it's complicated but but uh, uh i don't know so uh talk so much about but i i am angry uh with some things uh tips uh with uh, your talks now nah? with displayers randos uh, big big minutes so much minutes in your games but uh tips has your style your talks talks nah. but uh i don't know bro but uh I believe Quentin Grimes in future will be a starter, bro. But I I I, if I talk uh, about Grimes because I won't talk with you uh, about younger players, younger players from the Knicks. Okay, um, Obi Toppin, Emmanuel Kelly, Deuce McBride, uh, and uh, Jericho Sims. Um, I want uh, your opinion about these younger players. I, I talked with the, our guests in the in the, the interviews about uh, expectations. Yeah. Uh, I am uh, worried about Ken Ratch. I don't believe Ken Reggie, uh has a chance in this team uh, looking for the first and the second unit. Okay, but yeah. it's my opinion. I like Cam Reddish. Okay, but I, I I can't see. I don't believe in the in this team. So, I want your opinion. Okay, what what do you think about this? You know, Cam
0: Reddish, and I'm I've, I've said it. I tweeted about it. Uh, I said it on the post game show yesterday as well too. I asked this question to everybody. Nobody could give me a straight answer. Has Cam Reddish done enough to earn a rotational spot on this Knicks team?
1: Mm-hmm.
0: The answer is very simple: No. He had to do something spectacular with yes. the minutes that he had. He had subpar First of all, he was a ghost offensively for most of the games that he played, mm-hmm. and everybody. A lot of people were praising his defense. Some people even called his defense elite. His defense, first of all, if you play only on the, if you play the passing lanes, but you get blown by on defense and you're only good on one side of the ball, that does not make you a good defender. That that doesn't make sense. So Cam Reddish played subpar defense. He looked good in some moments, had some nice steals, had a good give and go with RJ, up and under move that he did against uh, the Pacers. I saw those moves. I like it. I love Cam Reddish. I think he has all the talent in the world. Guess what? Doesn't mean anything if you can't show it. Mm-hmm. I need to be able to root for something, Victor. He hasn't given me anything to root for. So what am I, what am I fighting Thibs on? Saying, hey, he deserves minutes because of that. If Thibs doesn't play him, I have no problems with not playing him because he hasn't done anything for me to, to for me to get him mad about from not playing. He hasn't done anything. If anything, mm-hmm. Jericho Sims has probably done more to earn playing time than Cam Reddish has. Jericho Sims, when he's really? out there, he's been doing a really? lot. He's been cleaning up the glass. He's been playing back up center when Isaiah Hartenstein's been in foul trouble. He's grabbing the boards, hitting blocks. He's a presence in the paint, and that alters shots. So, yeah, mm-hmm. that does more than Reddish did, um, in my opinion. And it, and it led to easy offensive buckets on the other end. So, again, it lead it led to winning plays. So I can't knock it. I got to be happy with it. Um, McBride, it was a thief in the first uh, preseason game. He got six steals. It was ridiculous. I couldn't couldn't believe it. Thibodeau seems consistent with playing him, but it's preseason. I don't see where he could fit. If Thibodeau is very much locked into this 10-man rotation, which, by the way, I'm 100% against, it makes no sense to be locked into a 10-man rotation when you have depth because the point of that is to rest your players, use the depth, you don't burn those players out and you get to use them later on in the season. But if you're going to continue to burn them out, play Randall 40 plus minutes, RJ 38 39 minutes, give no minutes to the backups, what are they there for? What are they just holding a bench spot? You might as well not even play them. So, mm-hmm. you have to be able to use your depth, but in all honesty, I don't see I love McBride. I think he deserves some minutes. I don't think he's going to get any in minutes. In defense, in defense, it's stronger in defense. He is. He's good. He's good. He's always been a good defender. His steals got better. He looks more comfortable out there. I'll say that. He definitely looks more comfortable, but he's not going to see any time, Victor. Mm-hmm. When the yes, regular season yes. starts, it's not going to be McBride off the bench. The starters are who they are. We know Fournier is going to start because Grimes hasn't seen any action. We hope we see him, uh, you know, for uh, preseason's final game against the Wizards on Friday, right? So we'll see if mm-hmm. he plays then. But if he doesn't play, he's going to be a reserve, and your reserves already set: Rose, quickly, Grimes, Toppin, Hartenstein. There is no budging that. Mm-hmm. Reddish is not getting time. McBride's not getting time. Sims not getting time. Something's going to need to happen to one of those five for something, to, somebody to be inserted in there for a McBride or a you know a Sims or whatever the case may be. But that's the only way it's happening because this coach is not adaptable. Other coaches in the modern NBA, when they play certain teams, they won't play that lineup that they normally play. They'll play an altered lineup because it better matches up to the lineup that they're playing against. That's being adaptable. This coach doesn't do that. He's locked into a 10-man rotation and that won't
1: change. And uh, what do you think, for example, Um obitoping. Do, do you think uh Topping uh can be more minutes uh in the next next season Emmanuel kikley what do you think about this guy i think Emmanuel kikley is, is in the future is the uh six man six man from from the new york knicks okay but uh imanel needs uh maturity in our game um uh, I like Emmanuel Keekley, but, uh, and uh, I want your opinion. You are the guest, special guest <laughs> in, the, in this channel. What do you think about Obi Toppin? What do you do? You think he has uh, more minutes? And w- what do you think about Emmanuel Kekley? It's scary about the
0: top the minutes right now. So I'll say this: the minutes of yesterday's game, if you looked at it, was split pretty evenly between Randall and Toppin think it was 23 25 or something like that so it was split pretty evenly but that's preseason I don't anticipate that going up or staying the same in regular season I anticipate Randall playing more mm-hmm. which ultimately means that OB is gonna play less that's a that's a terrible move if anything obi has been one of OB RJ and Brunson probably have been the brightest spots in all of these games, and I'm, that's not to say that Obi's not been bad. His some of his threes have been atrociously bad. They've been off hitting the side of the backboards. It's been terrible. But his dunks, his power plays, his energy, what he brings, his blocks—he looks better on defense. You have to notice those things. He's, in my opinion, he's the he's the only reserve probably that's done the most to earn more minutes off that bench. I, I think that he could fight Randall right now for more minutes off that bench. And I think depending on the game. If he's playing better, he should be kept in. I think that's the level of trust he's earned at this point because he's playing to a level where his dunks are game-changing. They alter the- Amazing, amazing dunks. Imagine you're an opponent. You're even on a lead or a streak, and then that type of dunk hits you. It like collapses your entire audience, your energy, your whole thing drops. And it gives you now, the Knicks, an opportunity to get back into the game. Cause you deflate the entire stadium or space or arena when you just dunk it like that with no regard for who's guarding you or who's behind you, it's these. That's a power play. Emmanuel quickly, though. Let me say this: I had high hopes for Emmanuel quickly coming into this season. It's only been a couple of preseason games, so I'm gonna reserve a lot of my hate till later. Mm-hmm. But Emmanuel quickly needs to show me something else. I am not mm-hmm. liking what I'm looking. He show I see a lot of the post. Season, I mean, off-season workouts and all that stuff, right? I've seen it all. Where is that now? I don't see it. Yesterday's game, he probably played the worst third quarter of a point guard than I've ever seen in my life.
1: All teamy, worst <laughs>
0: with Indiana. I'm, say, bro. I'm I'm, telling you right now, he the didn't. Second pass
1: unit, to... he don't play well.
0: He was a big part of that, though, Victor. The entire, so the entire second unit, the entire second unit has a plus minus of a negative. They had a negative plus minus the entire second unit. You're not going to win a game like that. But Emmanuel quickly led that offense to the ground because when you don't pass and you just mm-hmm. shoot, he had 18 shots. He was four for 18, Victor. He took 18 mm-hmm. shots off the bench. That was more than Julius Randle took as a starter. <laughs> That's crazy. I understand Victor. your point. I understand your point. You're not doing that. And you're not doing that as a guard. He showed me in that game why rose is so necessary and that's scary because you don't want rose to be part of the the minutes like that you want the young guys to get them but how can you quick how can you make the argument for quickly getting them when he gives you performances like last night where it's like oh crap if rose was in there he probably would have controlled the pace more he would have mm-hmm. probably handled it better and that's probably true so quickly i'm gonna again i'm gonna wait and see i don't like what i've seen so far he needs to learn how to pass he needs to learn better shot selection and guess what these two things we said it last season when before we started the season the exact same thing so we're saying the same stuff that we're saying last season
1: about about the uh, about selection shots uh, i i agree with you uh so many people comments with me about this uh i like because uh emmanuel Kikley don't fear don't don't fear about uh, your uh your game but I, I i agree uh this guy uh, be, uh has a uh, has better in your choice from your shots i i agree with you you mentioned uh derrick rose i want i want to talk about this guy bro i love i love derrick rose okay i love mm-hmm. but i want your opinion about derrick rose um do you, do you have uh, expectations yet, yet about this guy? Or uh, do you think this guy now uh, it's more like a, a mentor for, from these younger players in this team? Uh, what do you think about Derrick Rose and New York Knicks? I love Derrick Rose.
0: I think uh, Derrick Rose is the leader we were missing last season. And Derrick Rose said it actually in an interview. He says that the way he leads is how is how he plays, through his play. Mm-hmm. So he can be vocal. I'm not saying he can't be, but yes. that's not how he leads. He leads through playing. So the Knicks didn't see that or have that on the floor last season. They're going to have it this season. Everybody who thinks that Rose not playing in the preseason is some precursor to meaning that Rose won't play during the regular season. I don't know who you thought the coach was. You might want to recheck that. It's Tom Thibodeau. And he's going to play Rose. If Rose is healthy, Rose is playing. And Rose is probably getting yes. as many minutes as he wants. If Rose wants to play 25 minutes, he'll play 25 minutes. If Rose doesn't have a cap that night, Tom Thibodeau will play him as many minutes as he's good in there for. Because that's what it's about. And he will embrace that mentor role because that's what he's been doing, actually. If you notice in the first season when he was playing, when he was you know traded uh, here during that you know almighty fourth seed when we uh, captured that, right? Uh during that time, when Rose came on, he was a big influence to Toppin and, and Quickly. And they learned a lot. And when you saw them all in the game together, you could, you could see that chemistry building. Um, so I'm very curious to see what, you know, a couple years now, later, what Toppin, Rose, and Quickly look like now. It could look better. We don't know. I don't know. I've not seen it enough to really make a comment on it. But I think Derrick Rose, apart from all that stuff, is a locker room vet and a leader. And everybody has respect for Derrick Rose. No matter who you are, what team you're on, you see Derrick Rose, you know what he's gone through. I mean, you know, when you see this man play, you're like, look at what he's come through. Look what he's come back from. Nobody would come back from that. Most people would have retired given the injury history he's had. And not only has he's come back, but he's thrived and played himself into another lofty contract with us. And you know what? He deserved it. Nobody gave him any crap about. Do you notice out of all the contracts that were given, Rose's contract is not mentioned. That's a terrible one, because mm-hmm. of all the things he gives you, that's not mentioned. All the things that he gives you, that's not really said. It's just a, it's amazing to it's amazing to witness. Victor Rose is a, is a difference maker, and a lot of people are really not putting a, a spotlight on that. So I'm happy you gave me uh, that uh, question here today, because I think Rose is an important piece that the Knicks got back this season.
1: It's very important. It's very important. Uh, developing younger players, uh, y- your voice, your voice uh, from this team. <laughs> you remember in interview interview, uh, Dirk Rose talking and uh, mentioned uh, Julius Randle understand for him. You remember, you remember yeah. about your attitudes uh, in the last season. Derrick Rose talk, uh, yeah, careful, but mention Nick fans understand. Oh, yeah, the, uh, and Randall Rose understood said, it too.
0: Randall understood yes. exactly what he was saying. And Rose and yes. Rose basically said, for the fans who didn't hear it, to paraphrase, Rose basically said, calm the hell <laughs> down, don't let it get to you. This is New York, you can't let it get to you. The more you let it get to you, the more the fans are going to get on you. It's a it's a it's a it's a disease. It's going to happen. So play through it. Play with it. And if Randall and I I, by the way, I'm rooting for Randall. I think Randall's going to have a comeback season. He looks prime and ready to have one of the best seasons of his career. I think he's going to have a bounce back year like nobody's business. I give him the props. But yeah, don't get it twisted. Uh, It's all about the passion that you show. Yeah, you show that yeah. passion on the court, the Knicks fans are going to embrace, you, they're going to love you no matter what you did, they're going to love you. But if you don't, they're going to continue to do the same stuff because you haven't shown them anything different.
1: Yeah, the passion, né? the passion, uh, has now love and hate, uh, yeah. walking together. Yes, uh, you know, you know, yeah, uh, uh, try. And the the last last question for you, Uh, the most important question. (laughs) Uh, What's your expectations uh, with the New York Knicks in the next season? Do you believe uh, playing, playing and uh, playoff later or 60 seed uh, playoffs or don't believe nothing (laughs) in the next season? (laughs)
0: So I want to put it out there that if, if we're talking about dreams, I hope the, the Knicks win a championship. <laughs> but, uh, but in all in a right <laughs> But in all realistic terms, we're just talking realistic here. There's no shot in hell that the Knicks even sniff playoffs. The East is more stacked this year than any other year. Come, go look, go look at the stats. The East is better this year than any other year for the last, I think, what, five, 10 years? Probably. I agree. I agree. I agree. You, you can name six teams right now, Victor, six teams right now that are probably a lock for playoffs. So that means what? Playing? This team for me is an eight to ten. That's where their mm-hmm. range is. I think they'll get to playing because I don't think I think because I think they're just better. Than some of the teams underneath them, they're better than Indiana. They're better than the Pistons. I mean, there are some teams that are just going to be better than because of the talent that they have, right? So that's going to happen. Um, can they sneak in to the playoffs? A lot. Of, see, a lot has to go right for that to happen. RJ is going to need to take a step. Randall's going to have to understand his role. Jalen Brunson's going to have to be on. Ob Toppin's going to have to do more than what he's doing now, um, and have to be a better rebounder as well too. You combine all of that, get a little bit of Hartenstein improvement. This team could definitely get a playoff spot, but there's they're not making it out of the playoffs. I mean, as, no matter what, who are they gonna face? If they if with the Bucs? They face the Bucs, they're gonna lose. If it's the Nets, they're gonna lose. If they face the Miami Heat, they're gonna lose. You face any three of those teams, you're gonna lose. Unless the Nets implode, maybe. That's the only shot you probably got. But other than that, I mean, look who's up there. The Sixers are up there, the Boston's up there. i like, it's a litany. So no matter who the Knicks go up there against, the shot of them where, if they get into the playoffs, the first round is going to probably be unbearable for them. They're probably not going to even get out of that. So it's foolish to think anywhere anywhere else than that their ceiling is probably a playoff spot. Mm-hmm. But I I see I see they're they're really being an eight to ten and maybe getting that playing position. And I don't even know if they win that that playing game. It depends on who yes. that playing
1: game is against. No, I agree. I totally agree with you uh I, I think i think the same i think the same because our conference it's very strong very strong in yeah. the next season and uh uh man uh i i agree with you but i mentioned in the last in the the last interviews uh in this channel bro you rem- we remember will remember uh pandemic season okay yeah who is the pg in knicks in pandemic season i don't want to say this name i i Alfred peyton i don't like this guy i don't like wait, wait, I'm sorry eyes. victor there's my... a lot
0: of static so i can hear what you said what what you said i heard bad point guard and <laughs> hear what you said <laughs>
1: Uh, bro. Alfred Payton, bro, it's complicated so much. And the Knicks, bro. Four, four seeds in pandemic season, bro. Uh with uh Alfred Payton point guard, bro. Now uh Nix has a uh, Jalen Brunson, a solid PG. Yeah. Uh so I won't, I really won't. Uh Nick surprise me. I I, I mentioned. In the last interviews, uh, like now, um, I want this team surprise me, because in pandemic season, bro, you know, uh, nobody, nobody believes in Knicks, nobody. Right. Knicks for seed, four seed. Uh, so, I want, bro, I want this team surprise me. Yeah. Uh, R.J. Barrett uh, in an interview. Knicks will shock. I want this. I want this. I want surprise. Good surprise. Bad surprise. I am tired. Bad surprise. I am tired. Okay. (laughs) I want good surprise from this team. And nobody, nobody knows uh, the future, bro. Nobody. In in Brazil, Troy, in the last season, channels, uh, these channels in Brazil, um talking in Brooklyn Nets versus Los Angeles Lakers uh from uh NBA finals bro wow. look look this uh people before start the last season bro- uh, Brooklyn Nets versus Los Angeles Lakers okay uh Brooklyn Nets oh never be never be Never be. I make the curse from the steamy bro. I make Good. the curse. Keep it. Never there. be. Good. Never Good. be giant. Keep it. Okay. Keep it. Keep it <laughs> <laughs> keep, keep small. Keep it small. Okay. Yeah. Okay. Ah, Nick's lost from. Ah, bro. Nobody cares. Nobody cares for uh, with the Brooklyn Nets, bro. So, exactly. um, I really want, bro because uh i talk with uh, this so much new york city and nick fans around the world deserves uh a new great team bro deserves really deserves a great team i miss bro i miss so much nicks in playoffs nick's giant in this league uh yeah. okay i just i just want uh this team surprise me just it. Just See, they,
0: it. Victor, they won't surprise you unless Fournier sits on that bench. I'll tell you right now, the surprise element cannot happen if Fournier is your starting guard. It's just not happening. If Quentin Grimes does not get that role, you're not getting surprised. A pro- it's a promise. It's a promise. He needs but, uh, to get
1: that role. But uh, uh, I have one secret, bro. Uh I talked with so many channels in the last interviews. We need buy a glass from uh Evan Fournier. Look just Boston Celtics in your games, bro. <laughs> Evan Fournier, MVP.
0: MVP, bro. Do re- oh, yeah. You remember <laughs> when he plays against Boston? That's all that's that's the only game he should start against. When we play Boston, let him start. Other than that, he's oh. still on the bench.
1: Assim, oh, Fournier, just the Boston, just the Boston. You play with the Boston. Evan Fournier MVP, bro. <laughs> there you go.
0: Play every game. But, if you play eighty-two games against Boston, the Knicks probably win a championship with Evan Fournier what? against it, probably. <laughs>
1: <laughs> but, but serious, oh, no. bro. I, I agree with you. I agree with he, with your point. I joke so much because I don't like it. Uh, this interview so serious. Uh, I don't oh, like yeah. it, bro i Absolutely. i make it i make a alan Han joke with me in our interview uh yeah. donovan mitchell uh, uh spider man 4 coming to the next uh it's very <laughs> uh, very funny bro i, yes, I like sir. this i like this so... oh yeah
0: these are my type of victor these are my type of interviews if you've seen any of my interviews as well too it's not really you know monotonous or serious it has a lot of mm-hmm. high energy you know a lot of you know Uh, expressions and more importantly it has good content it's just like these type of interviews you know that's why I think people watch you I think that's why people watch me I think that's why they like the content that we do and um I think that's what makes us different a lot of people don't do that you know I think you know my passion what I bring you can see it your passion you know I can see it that makes (laughs) us different right that's what's perfect we can connect I'm in New York
1: and you're in Brazil we can still connect on that next level even from here yes and uh I really say thank you bro thank you bro your first time I hope you enjoy uh oh, yeah. your your participation uh, in our channel. I hope see you uh, in the future again with us and um, I like so much bro I like so much this interview and uh I hope in the future we're talking Nixon playoffs Knicks, uh okay I hope. I Man, really hope. Victor,
0: I appreciate you having me on. I appreciate uh, Knicks fan Brazil having me on. All the uh, fans listening right now and is about to watch, I appreciate you guys for uh, rocking with me and Victor. It was a pleasure uh, talking to everybody. And uh, yeah, Victor, I mean, definitely, uh, you know, you're a guest on my show anytime you want. I'll definitely come back on. And I think if the Knicks do make the playoffs, I think we got to get another show going because that's going to be a very <laughs> good
1: show. I hope, really hope. Oh, God man. help this. This, this is ch- gonna be the emoji, cool. right there. Yes. Oh, <laughs> a mammy. Oh yeah. Hi, <laughs> right, bro. Take care, bro. And of I course, see man. you in the future, bro. Peace. Bye, bye. Later, man.
0: listen to new episodes of The Knicks Recap, streaming every Friday.